so, right. So, congratulations in order. This uh, um, top 10 album, Aces Are High. How does it feel to reach uh, another milestone on this incredible journey you've been on? Yeah, it's very surreal. Yeah, very surreal. Along with all the other kind of milestones, it's really, yeah. it's, it's really difficult to get our heads around, but amazing at the same time. We're, yeah. yeah, we're really chuffed. Yeah, it's amazing. So describe the moment then. You, you sat there, you know the album's coming out. It's been out for a couple of days. And back in the day, back in the 70s, whatever, the only way people used to know how well their album had sold is when they used to sit and listen to the Radio 1 Top 40 album chart. But you get midweek updates now. So so what were you doing when the did the phone ring? Uh, was was Peter on the phone saying, here, you guess what's happening? It's it's going brilliantly. What were you doing? No, well, um, like you say, we were waiting for the midweek updates and we were waiting, like trying to refresh the public website. And then we received an email from somebody saying, congratulations, guys, you're number four in the midweek weeks and um and we were like that was in the morning really yeah and so we were like we can't ask him where he's seen it because we're gonna look really unprofessional <laughs> and then we got another message saying congratulations guys we've just seen that you're um because obviously they're in they're industry people who've got the login to see where, yeah. where things are sitting and then when it was published we were number six in the midweeks and, we and that were, was in the afternoon so we that thought well that's yeah, it yeah, and <laughs> then we're probably not going to stay in the top 10 but yeah. thankfully we kept getting daily updates from different people yeah. um but it was really like trying to just hustle just trying to find out where <laughs> i love it so go on then did you celebrate you you've got to be honest here any splashing out been done any visits to the to the range rover showroom <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be nice yeah but um, we were actually, our celebration was that we were going to be going to Iceland today. Yeah. Um, but then volcano uh. that's going to erupt and the town we were going to has been evacuated. So yeah. we're not in Iceland. So, so we didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and just to explain to people, that isn't you going on a trip to Iceland, the shop, <laughs> to stock up. <laughs> so the recording um, process this time round, you're into your uh, your fourth album. So when you, you entered the studio... Uh, were your ideas clearer this time about what you wanted and how things were going to pan out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we went in there really knowing what we were going to do this time around with like no restrictions. Um, we really felt like we wanted a, a different sound as well, um, a little bit more rocky and things like that. So yeah, we was a bit more experimental as well, weren't we? So yeah, we definitely yeah, went cool. in with a different um, view on what sort of guitar tones we wanted for sure. Yeah, um, and it was almost like this album was it was kind of finished before we went in the studio. And now, of course, we've worked with our producer for so many records, and he's also he tours with us now. Um, we really don't have to like there's not a lot of need to communicate what we want he kind of just gets it straight nice, away so it was yeah. a lot easier to sort of get get there quickly this time yeah i think it's it's clear from a uh, previous quote you said when you said well before we held back on being a bit too rocking this time we created what we wanted to hear without any restrictions on ourselves absolutely yeah yeah totally and i think um it's a bit of an evolution as in with the first album we fly free that was we were very much still finding our feet and we're, we're mm. proud of all the records and it's kind of where you're at at that time as yeah. well um but 
we, we've been touring a lot more now, so we're just leaning into the rockier stuff because it's kind of what we want to play on the stage as yeah. well. But so, at the same time, we're not losing anything that we've done before in the regard of um, like the blues feelings and things like that that we're influenced yeah, Americana yeah. and and that and sort ballads, of thing as well. Still the ballads, yeah, ballads totally. So we're still heavily influenced. You know, we're, we're not going away from anything um, that we don't want to. If you know what I mean, it's it's like yeah, absolutely. It's Another interesting quote you actually made was when you said that we believe it's commonplace to to put boundaries and, and limitations on yourself before you've had a chance to dream. So where you are now then, uh, the boundaries and limitations are gone. No, I don't think they are. <laughs> I think <laughs> that have gone. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like right from the small ones to – yeah, there's, there's just so many, like even when we first said, right, let's go full time, let's get the van, let's go yeah. doing as many gigs as we can. And it was like, no, you can't, we can't, can't do that. <laughs> like, we need to know we've got money coming in. And yeah. so, and then it just, it translates into like the recording process of like, just believing in our creative vision without like the little doubts creeping in. And yeah. we, we're so much stronger and we've got such a stronger vision than we did have, but there's definitely way more we can do. <laughs> <laughs> you said about the music, you wanted psychedelic choruses to, to sweep the listener up in, in harmony. And that's, uh, that again is very evident. Yeah, I think in particular with Infected, that was always like yeah. we wanted that to be like a very atmospheric and um, psychedelic choruses and it just kind of flow along. That was one of those yeah. that was... It was kind of like the, 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 it was the voice within type of thing, wasn't it, with the um, with the psychedelic chorus in Infected, yeah. for sure. You know, what, you're, what you think you're being told or maybe what you are being told kind of thing and it's all like what your brain processes and yeah. 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 It's funny because you, you said that you wanted Infected to be the indicator of where the album was about to take you. Definitely. Yeah, I think because it was the first song we wrote as well, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was like the first song we wrote, which just had such a strong vision for how we wanted it. And that was one I do remember when we first went in the studio and we was trying to convey that to Adam and like, we want it even more like, you know, like trying to express how we wanted it to work. So, um, and I think what hopefully we've done with the album is we've kind of switched it around so that we're still evolving, but we still sound like us. Absolutely. And we've still got the key element, like the mandolin and the harmonies and stuff in there. So hopefully we're not coming away and, from... And the riffs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's a case of it, it might give you a, a hint of where it was going to take you, but there's there's plenty I thought that was maybe not ex, uh, expected. Um, standout tracks. I think Seen It All Before, which I love that gospel field that was somehow blended in there. I mean, how did you how did you manage to incorporate that into the overall feel of the of the songs? Not not easy, but it, you made it just sound so tremendously natural the thing to do <laughs> well that's that's good as long as it, glad it, sounds natural. <laughs> it did feel natural and yeah. um one of the reasons we ended up um with a choir on this album as well was mm. our producer had just worked on another album and they'd yeah. used a gospel choir and it was so good yeah. <laughs> it was so cool and um unfortunately our budget couldn't extend to this choir <laughs> but what 
<laughs> which actually in the end was far more authentic to yeah. us was we got in lots of our friends and ads friends who were really talented and yeah. got them in a church yeah. and just sung the parts just learnt them on the day and and it ended up feeling much more actually like us <laughs> because sort of yeah. we I, I think like when, when we heard that uh, gospel choir that he'd been working with before, uh, previously with um, someone else and it, it was already in our head then it was like oh we could do something like this. And then all of a sudden, like you write toward that slightly as well. So, yeah. Well, what do you think it is about rock bands and blues? Whenever, whenever a choir or anything gospel is, is included immediately, the whole thing is upscaled to, it's like an event mm. rather than just a song. Totally. Yeah. There's just, you can't really get more epic than a gospel choir. Can you? <laughs> I think it's just, said foreigner <laughs> yeah it, um and we kind of wanted to raise the bar what well, we do yeah. with all the records like we, we, we want to try and, and raise try the do, bar. and try and do different things yeah, as well don't we? yeah, yeah, I, yeah I couldn't say we'll do it again next time we're not, not quite our vision isn't quite we're not quite there with the record yet we're still focused on this one but um I dare say it will be something different that will have our heart fixed sure. on by the time we get in the studio <laughs> and that's one of the good things about it is the fact that every album that we've done so far is relates to where we are at the time and how we're feeling and and creatively um so that's really cool and the other track golden now there's all sorts of emotions going on here i remember i was in the gym listening to this when it, when it first came out and i'm thinking mm, your your voice was beginning to crack uh, at, at one point and i thought mm, it's almost like a tear inducing moment so was that unexpected? I mean, I know the song was written about somebody, uh, a particular person, um, but w was that was that played in? Did you did you do that as part of the song, or was that something that you were actually feeling? Yeah, you know, when that moment in the song where you 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 could tell, I thought I thought, God, she's crying. Well, I am like the most highly emotional person you'll probably. <laughs> so there's no acting required no. <laughs> um and i actually was choked up when i was singing it and i thought i'd got away with people not realizing that i was no. choked up because i remember actually saying two ads and i was like ads an hour and after and um yeah so i didn't realize it was that obvious but um it was actually when we wrote it we were really emotional because it yeah. was about a relationship that was coming to an end and we were really sad about yeah. it Very sad. so yeah. um yeah. yeah. So no, it was. It's all there. <laughs> I think. I think that we we like to do as well. In you know, um, we write about emotional things, and we yeah. and we literally carry our hearts on our sleeve with with everything that we do. So yeah, even in the recordings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah literally. Does does the person you wrote that song about know that they're a subject of no. a song on the album? No. <laughs> really. No. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh I well without telling <laughs> they do now <laughs> um we create well it's funny actually because you've said we create what we feel at the moment so that fits in perfectly doesn't it you you talked as well about the i like this the genre police telling you where you can go and what you uh, can do has, has there really been a measure of that. I mean, you're only you're four albums into into a career. It's like four years. You you seriously have people saying, "Well, you you can't do this. This is what you have to do." 
I don't think it's saying you can't do this, but it's saying you are no longer you, you're, you're not authentic. You are no, you are not yeah, rocky yeah. enough. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many positive comments and stuff that comes through, and I don't even know if it's necessarily <laughs> meant as a negative thing. But I think why why it happened quite strongly for us was because we've won Blues Band of the Year three years in a row. Yeah. Amazing. And yeah. then, of course, because our recordings have evolved into a more rocky sound, there was definitely, I think, a bit of pushback from like a few, like a handful of people yeah. where then they don't is, feel that you should sit in that category. Which is a real shame. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, everybody likes different things. I mean, it would be a boring world if we all like the same things. But at the same time, yeah, yeah. The, the blues flows through us and it always has done from the start. And... Um, you know, like with the riffs, um, the blues notes and all sorts of things that we incorporate into our music because it's just us, you know. And But also we have a very strong rocky element to us as well that we've, we've always loved rock, haven't we? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a difficult thing. Um, you know, I don't think you can possibly say, oh, you're rock. Oh, you're not rock. You're blues. You're not blues. You're rock. Type thing. I think there's there's such a a fusion of different elements. I mean, also like with the Americana side of things that we that we that we sing about in this style. You know, it's it's a fusion of music. You know? And it's so, like well, there is no way that we're in a, in the studio thinking, oh, we need to be too, we need to be more bluesy, or that yeah. needs to be more rocky because we need to fit in this category. Like yeah. we aren't going to do that. No. <laughs> that <we're laughs> well. What was it? I, I think you'd be fairly clear again with that um, when you were talking about it. You said, we like repetition and riffs. We like something that you can really grab yeah. hold of. And, and, and that's isn't it? it's blues rock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, that and your music is progressing. Yeah, you're saying you're sat, that you're finding your uh, own sound even more now. And it's like, you know, it was like a really sort of forthright statement. This time we're clear. So this album then is the template moving forward to, to where you're going. Oh, I don't think so. Well, <laughs> no? <there it is. laughs> Left turn coming. Yeah. You never know. The next album could be an acoustic album. Well, we I'm really know, keen you know? to like, just as a one, it's not even saying we are now going to be an acoustic band, but I'm vibing a lot of acoustic albums at the moment. I'm well into Fleetwood Mac and like a bit of a different vibe. Yeah. So we might just do a little site, you know, I'm Still really be, inspired to just yeah. go in the studio and do something a bit different. A bit different, yeah. But well, one of the great things about being independent yeah. is that basically you control everything. Yeah. But Will it not be the case that you will arrive at a point where the success generates more interest from you know, more major players? And in order to get, you know, greater financial reward, you would have to sacrifice some of the control that you had. Would that be a sacrifice that you'd take? Well, kind of nicely. <laughs> we're already in that position yeah. where um, we... And have been for the last year or so. Yeah, right? with, so, there, are, there are offers that we yeah. could take, but we're just... Yeah. We just no. We're just really happy with how how we're doing things. We've got our own team that we're working really hard to build, and yeah. I would definitely say it's not the easiest way to do it. <laughs> it's probably the <laughs> hardest way to do it, but yeah. but we get to keep creative control over everything, and yeah. also like quality control of yeah. you know if people 
like if people are investing in us and our music and enabling us to keep creating music we want to make sure even that their t-shirt is right and that we care yeah. if they get a good a proper response to things and like yeah. it matters or if, or if the cd doesn't turn up or something you know it's just like we'll, we'll deal with that and we'll sort that out for you instantly you know? like instantly, straight away yeah, drop straight an email away. it's done and we know that our yeah. team will sort it out in a way we want it sorted out and we just don't think we can trust anyone yeah. else <laughs> and, and the <laughs> to, to go somewhere into a re re recording studio and record some music that you really feel strongly about because we only ever yeah. record stuff we, we feel have strongly about. on the back about. of your mind that the, someone might not like it. And if, they, and if they don't like it and they say, no, you've got to re-record it, nah, that's just not it's for It's going to spoil it for us. Yeah. It would totally spoil it. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I mean, it's a refreshing attitude, I have to say. It really is. Uh, but has the phone been ringing more after the release of the last album, have the emails, be, the inbox has been growing, the phone's been going more. It has, it has. I think, um, yeah, I think the top 10 thing, um, it's shocked a few people and oh, it yeah. shocked us. Shocked us. So <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. I think it's definitely, we, knew, yeah. we always knew that you know, there's certain things that will help you in the industry for like to, to give you some little some little step ups and step ins to different places. We couldn't go like certain gigs and promoters and stuff. So um, I think what it evidences is that we've got such an amazing fan base yeah, and uh, know yeah. that anyway, but it's just kind of showing it to everyone else. And we, we, that's why we can do it and why we can choose to yeah. stay independent is because of that. And what, what a time we live in really. And I mean, we where, we can actually do that, you know, yeah. anyone. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that because when you talk to, and I get this with a lot more established uh, stars of the last 40 or 50 years, you know, like the, you know, the classic rock generation, the real classic rock generation, they all bemoan today's, oh, you know, Spotify and all this, you know, we don't get any money and we can't do this and we, we can't do that. Yet when we move to the younger generation i.e your generation that is in the industry now they're saying it's an opportunity yeah we can go and do a facebook live tonight if we want we can put a, a track out on spotify if we want we can actually do anything that we want and it is all a huge global opportunity absolutely yeah yeah i think i think it's yeah there's two sides to every yeah. coin isn't there like there's definitely pluses and minuses but we, I don't think, well, we know we wouldn't be able to do things the way we do it without the internet and without different ways that we mm. can find people that potentially will like our music. Mm. Um, but, yeah, there's there's two sides. Uh, but equally, how many thousands of songs get uploaded onto Spotify every day? Yeah, you can um, get... Yeah, a lot, so, yeah. But it, it's like, you know, it's you just keep plugging away and it, it I guess is, it... It is what it is, you know, and I think you have to adapt with the times, don't you? And, I mean, I There's no just, point fight, fighting it, I don't mean Yeah, so. you can't. <laughs> well, it's not going to go backwards, is it? Let's be honest. Uh, you, you did mention talking about the new, the new album. Um, you would, you quite like the idea of a collaborative approach. You're keen to work with new people is that musically we're talking about to uh, in terms of writing songs or is that working together as artists well i think we're we're far more open generally than we were yeah. um to things before so like with the first album you know we that we we've pretty much written all of our songs us too and there's a few where like, maybe four or five on our albums that our producers had so much input he's got a songwriting oh. You know, Credit, he's, he's yeah. brought in on the songwriting too. Yeah, yeah. 
I think maybe some of that is like where we are um, a little bit scared to sort of open up and work with other people to a certain extent. Yeah. We're opening up to that possibility of like collaborations and and also as we're getting friends now in the industry, it's really nice because mm. we sort of talk about, oh, join me on this record. And yeah, so exactly. that's really nice. So we, we're definitely yeah. trying to be more open and a bit braver. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you look back on this four incredible years as uh, when rivers meet or a bit longer than that, you've enjoyed outstanding successes, uh, recognition. There has been... Well, not that I can see anything negative that has been written about you at all. But as we know, the the media is quick to to turn. You know, um, how do you think you could you would deal if with uh, negative comment or say you released an album and someone said, "Well, this is pretty good, isn't it?" I mean, you, you've been in this, it's not like a bubble, but you, you've never had anything negative said about you, really. So has it, has it actually built to a stage where you think, hey, this is easy, we've cracked this, everything we do, <laughs> everything we do is fabulous. No, not, not at all. We don't, we don't think that necessarily. I think um, dealing with negativeness, um, we try not to involve ourselves with any kind of negativity do we yeah and sort extent. of even like online because yeah. you obviously there are you know you do get the comments from like people i don't like that sort of woman i got one the other day <laughs> i don't like that sort of woman <laughs> what's that yeah we get the odd ones and they do stick in your mind yeah, yeah. but i think when it comes to the actual like industry critiques i think when we put the first album out we were very unsure of ourselves. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I remember being in the studio and saying to Aaron, I think we need to get like work out if we need some sort of PR or something. So I think this is going to be really good. And, you know, we've got albums that uh, have, we've put out before and EPs that nobody will ever hear. <laughs> because because they were awful. we don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> said, why don't you re-release that your your actual debut album because a lot of people would buy it and we're like yeah. we we don't like it no. so we're not gonna yeah but it would be it's part of the luxury box set isn't it the career spanning box set oh, comes no. next and i think and so even more so like with saving grace and then now with aces are high we we before were waiting for the reviews to come in to read what people were saying and this time we were like weirdly kind of like we read them when they came in we're like oh that's really nice but we knew that we were happy with it yeah. and we needed less justification yeah. and less evidence from other people and so. i think i think it's always the case with us um we will never put anything out that we don't think what that we like that if we don't if we don't like it if we really don't love it shall we, we say yeah we just won't put it out there so if we love it, then then it's fair enough. And it's know? like, it, you know, music's so subjective to yeah. us. If we really, really enjoy it and we love it, yeah. then, you know, that's all we can do. But what would you do if you had a record company? Exec? And I'll, I'll give you a couple of, uh, of examples of this. Um, uh, Grand Funk Railroad, uh, we're an American band. Uh, Batman Turner Overdrive, you ain't seen nothing mm. yet. Now they had they sat in the I, was t I did this piece with Randy Batman a couple of years ago. He said, you know, we were sat in the um, sat in the room doing playback with the record company, and uh, they're just sort of nodding, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasn't we haven't got a single here? There's, this album doesn't have a single. And they said, well, we got this throwaway track. And he's and and Batman saying, I'm not putting that. I can't put that. I was I, I was just joking because you know the the stutter bit in it where he says baby. He was basically taking the Mickey. 
out of his, who had a speech impediment. Oh. <laughs> so, and he said, I'm not putting that out. I'm not putting it out. And they're saying, it's a hit. So if you had somebody that listened back to one of those and said, you're, you're not actually seeing this here. It, it really is very good. Would you would you allow somebody else's opinion to dictate? Well, I I, I think that um, that's a very that's a very hard question to answer. <laughs> in the past, we did write a song, and yeah. someone again, like one person, particularly believed in it and yeah. said we should re-record it, and we did, and we still hated it, and we didn't put it out. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I think if we believe in it, even if, like, with the album, when we take the album to the pit to PR and we'll say, what what ones do you think are the singles? We will go with them because we believe in all the songs anyway. So we don't mind they go out in. Yeah, but that is brave if you don't like it at all. Especially if it's not like you, if it doesn't feel authentic, then, yeah. Yeah. So looking back on this 12 months then, it's been a, an incredible year, multiple tours, headlines of support. You've been front cover of the music press. That was a great front cover, by the way, uh, that you you did. It was a fantastic one. Uh, you've done Blues Cruise with Joe Bonamassa, the top 10 album. What's given you the most enjoyment or the most pleasure out of all of those things? Wow. Um, I think Miles Stonewise's top 10 album, I yeah, think, I think has... that's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cherry on the top. Yeah, top ten album I think for sure. There was yeah. a little bit of having, um, having faith in what we do and yeah. what we what we love to do. So yeah, I think there's been a little bit of insecurity of when with music with music industry, you always feel like you always have to have like a real strong momentum. Otherwise, you can be perceived as though you're you've you know you're not going anywhere. And yeah. and I think that was particularly sort of playing on my mind, especially because we're choosing to stay independent. So there's not like a massive jump. You can't see. You know, something's not having not. Yeah, get it. And so I think having the top ten has made me feel a little bit calmer. Not that we haven't had the opportunity to be signed. Yeah, say that, but because I, we have had all. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to sort of. It's yeah. like we've got that, and it feels like no one can take it away. And I just feel a little bit calmer about mm. where we're, you know, where things are at. So probably the top ten yeah, for me. I, I agree. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. Because I can't. Think- and the future, you got a headline tour. Uh, book next uh, April and May. Now, now here's the thing. What about the thought of a live album? Oh, well, we already have one live album. We're putting another one out next month. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and then the next new album. So what have you got planned? So you've got the tour planned. And then the summer, presumably, you'll be doing some festivals. You're going to be touring Europe as well. And any chance of heading to the states? Yeah, we definitely we've got headline shows and festivals in Europe. Um, and then we're very much hoping to go to the states. Yeah. Um, we've got some opportunities, but we we're kind of trying to pace ourselves a little bit, yeah. as in everything is like such a logistical learning curve. Yeah. Um, we're sort of we're waiting to see about the states next year. Yeah. Um, but if we don't do it next year, then it certainly will be the year after for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.